When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I like this song, Steve. Good jam. One Republic. I ain't worried. That's the voice of Kelly Hansen. She's going to be on TV today. Are you going to appear on the show today? I'm going to be on TV today. Awesome. You nervous? Every time. (laughs) Every time. It's a little scary. (laughs) Uh, Producer Mike is over there as well. It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 107.1. Hey, don't forget, uh, you can still get Project Down and Dirty tickets. I think that you can still get in on that. MyTalk1071.com. Uh, should be right there on the main page. Also, keyword project will take you there as well. Not sure how many VIP tickets we have Not left. Many. They yeah. are down uh, to the final group final of few. Yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah. Is that right. what it is? Buck fifty. Help buck us. 50. Help us raise money for wonderful charities. But you get so much in that buck fifty. Oh yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole six. You time. are you are VIP at the the red carpet event that is Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. So see that at my talk one zero seven one. Dot com. Now, a full-length film, and it's funny. I heard, Mike, you've said it this way. Ryan Perpich, God rest his soul, our former producer, still alive. He's alive. He says it uh, this way as well. I heard somebody else on the radio this morning say it this way. I say biopic. Yeah. You say biopic. Yeah, I've always said biopic, and I've been shamed. So it's I guess I biopic? need... biopic? I feel like it's biopic. Well, but it's a biography picture. Who's shamed you? Just people through my life. They're like, no. And, and then well, you hear people. And, yeah, well, that and then just people who talk about it. Like you said, so many people in news and in media, they always say that it's a different way. So, yeah. I Let's just start a new trend. I agree. It's biopic. I need I, some strong figures in my life to be able to like push there, behind me on us. this. So thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to figure this out. Okay. What, what we'll do is we're going to listen to a okay. biopic trailer. Sounds good. For, oh, I can't wait for, this. Um, for this new Whitney Houston movie that's coming out in December. That presumably will be getting some awards consideration. Um, the voice that you hear is Whitney Houston. Clive Davis has confirmed okay. it's Whitney Houston. This is what I was wondering. Uh, yeah, it, it's all Whitney, and they just essentially said that it's you know Whitney is Whitney. Mm-hmm. If you're going to try to imitate it, it could take away from it. Naomi Aki is the name of the actress who's going to be portraying Whitney Houston in the movie called I Want to Dance with Somebody. Um, we'll listen to most of the trailer. I watched it and thought, oh, this this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Here's a listen. Pretty, pretty great. Cannot wait. The music alone just oh. makes you want to makes you want to listen to it, makes you want to dance with somebody. It just sounds so yeah. good. Uh, that's coming out this December. And I wonder if really? Naomi Aki will be a name that we hear a lot during awards season. Will she get Oscar nods? Well, she sounds. Golden Globes. I know that she's not singing, but her voice, her speaking voice, she sounds like Whitney Houston. I yeah. mean, I listened to that. I didn't watch it. 
you know, and it sounded like Whitney Houston was speaking. She just, I cannot wait. Whitney Houston's story is so interesting. The way that trailer starts on how she got on stage, I had no idea. It was because somebody was sick. Her mom. And it was her mother. Yeah. She said, no talking back. You know, and you wonder how much they'll, they'll do the end of her story as well, considering, you know, Right. How she died of a presumed drug overdose, drowning in a bathtub. Maybe it you ends know. with like her very last performance. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You wonder, I don't mean to get too dark here, but you wonder sometimes with, had she not been called up on stage that night, mm. does she stay singing just in a smaller town her whole life? And if you if you tell her in that moment, this will go go with life. me. Yeah. It, it, this will change your life. And, and I'm going to fast forward. And the result of the fame and the access that you have and all that is going to result in you dying of a drug overdose in a bathtub. Do you say yes to the deal? No. no. But, uh, but if you also say it comes with all of these great things where you get to reach audiences worldwide and tour and get awards and all of this stuff. It's one of those interesting uh, yeah. thing. It's like, you know, we've seen this before with the E! True Hollywood Story. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the person gets all the things Didn't and it turns hurt. out all the things don't make you happy. And now you throw an addiction and all that. It's just, I don't know. Didn't There's her some daughter tragedy. also pass away? In a very similar fashion, mm-hmm. as I understand. Yeah. Uh, she, as I recall, I mean, I the, It's the voice, though. It's the voice. Unbelievable. I, I love... Music, to me, is, is so important in my life. And so... to. To watch a movie like this, I cannot wait. I think she would win an argument for having the best female voice ever. Her voice right? is like, I, it's, it gives you a chill. And, and you know every song. There isn't, a, there isn't a Whitney Houston song that you haven't heard. I mean, there's, you know every song. Have you seen the David Foster documentary i think it was just a one-off documentary not a full docuseries it's great because i think it's called hitmaker and david foster the legendary producer who's now you know married to Catherine mcphee he tells the story of these different people um and working with whitney houston and working with celine dion the other powerhouse vocalist who i'm like goodness if you just had the two of them yeah the two of them have they ever did they ever do anything together i don't think so wow i'd you know what i'd love I'd love to be in a room with Whitney Houston, just like I want to hear a guitar, like an acoustic guitar, not even a piano because a piano is too loud, an acoustic guitar and Whitney Houston just singing, just in the room. There's nothing electronic, nothing is plugged in, just to hear her voice, like give her all sorts of songs, mm-hmm. common like guitar songs, to hear how she would just destroy them in all the best ways. Well, she has... The most her and Celine Dion, I think, rival each other for like the most controlled voice. Yes, the things that they can do with their voice, not a lot of artists can do. You should watch. There's the a lot Foster of auto tune happening. Yeah, I will have to watch. You it. would love it. How he discovered Michael Bublé at a wedding in Canada, and <sighs> Bublé was the wedding singer. And by the end of the night, Foster was like, "You need to come to L.A. and you need to, you need to, you can move in, move in with me. <laughs> We're gonna make you something." And, huh. I didn't know know that. Buble was just here recently. Yeah. By the way, biopic is the American pronunciation. Biopic is the British pronunciation. Not not that I know of, no. So it says uh, 
if you've been saying biopic all this time and thought of changing is, and it feels a little off-putting or disturbing mm-hmm. to you, don't worry about it. Both are acceptable, <sighs> one more so in the UK. But you are Stars and Stripes, Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. Producer Mike, you're saying it the way that our forefathers wanted us go. to. Well, thank you. I needed that. Kelly, just... make an eagle sound. <laughs> we'll be right know. back. We're going to break. You got a suburban mom and a suburban dad in the house right now trying to do the Lizzo dance. And I'm the winner. <laughs> Mike Chili would have could see it, boy. Did you like that, Mike? I did. That was amazing. I'm pretty good at it, aren't I? Yeah, you are. You got that down. You know who's really good at it is my friend Jenna, who I threw under the bus yesterday. I thought and you I said she's the one who sucks she... at dancing. Her Quote. rhythm is impeccable. I love her. BFF. Her neighbor found out about that when she was like, oh, yeah, Jenna doesn't have much rhythm. I did not. Or say sense. That. And I politically, I don't Here's trust her either. Those are all Word quotes. travels fast. People are yeah, listening to this radio program. Girl. By the way, I want to give a shout out really quick <laughs> to oh, Susie. This is great. Bakey. Susie, you're the best. Susie Bakey in Cannon Falls. Sent in, Donna and I go on rants from time to time. Donna and I disagree about many a thing. We see, we view life very differently, which probably makes the show work well. However, we come together on candy. Our candy preferences are in lockstep with one another. I think I'm in, I think I'm in tune with you on this too. W- meaning we, in short, we prefer gummy to chocolate. A hundred, uh, I love a chewy, yummy, I like a jelly bean. I love a jelly bean. <sighs> I like a je- uh, Brock's jelly bean, not a Jelly Belly jelly bean. I'm going to have to fight you on that one, I think. But either way. We talked about dots. I said there's nothing better than one dots. When you get dots fresh in season at the farmer's market, <laughs> when they are chewy, oh, they're so good. We got dots sent from Susie. We always rave about chuckles. Chuckles are fantastic. We got four sleeves of chuckles. And sleeves. Even satellite wafers, which I don't think Donna had tried. And I, this is such a staple of my childhood, these satellite wafers. My dad used to get them by the box. And they're essentially, it feels like the same company, the same warehouse that mass produces communion wafers makes hmm. these. Have you ever tried one? No. Are they chewy? No. But why don't we do a live test oh, on I there? I can't wait. So actually what you want to do here, I Kelly, have such a sweet tooth is this is a unique experience. So you're going to put this in your mouth in whole, and I would just sort of let it dissolve a little bit. Okay. There's, there's a little chewy candy this on the inside. Blue. Oh, it looks kind of like styrofoam. Yeah, and, and it, some people would say it tastes like it. Just put the whole thing in your mouth. <laughs> and there is, uh, you know, it shakes on the inside. I don't know about this. I'm going to try one. Mike, you ever tried a satellite wafer? Are you, are you chewing I have not, it? no. Are you chewing it? You can chew it. Chew it now. That's fine. You chew through the styrofoam. Here, give me one. I'll run it to Mike. Which takes on the flavor of the candy beads okay. on the inside. Got it. It is a very interesting flavor profile, I will tell you. This is not like a standard candy. And it is a love it or hate it. And the reason maybe I love it is due to the nostalgia of my dad buying it and it being around when we had candy. I know you're looking at it funny. Just put it in your mouth and chew it up a little bit. And then the the beads get released, the little candy beads. But there's something to the flavor of that communion wafery styrofoam. That's exactly what it is. It is, right? It's, yeah, it's two communion wafers with a little bit of candy yeah. beads in the middle. It I don't love that. When I get done, yeah. That's I don't fair. Love it. That's I... fair. What's a nutrition fact on the back of a satellite oh, wow. wafer? 
Because okay. I really feel like we, we're eating air. <laughs> so it's 140 calories per piece. No, it's not. Oh, Kelly wow. Hansen per serving. Get out Wait, of here. I'm lying. <laughs> Tell me how bad you just lied. The serving size is about 28 of these. So a, one package is a serving. That can't be. That whole, no. Can I see the bag? Just a minute. It's <laughs> a product like... of Belgium. Don't it bring contains... them into this. It contains yellow number six. Don't do this. Blue number two. <laughs> yellow is my favorite of all the agent, colors to eat. <laughs> a glazing agent of beeswax. A blazing agent? Glazing. Oh. Red number 40, blue number two. Are we going to have nightmares? By the it way, says, when you hear uh, the killer's music, caller four will win two tickets to see the killers next Tuesday at the XL Energy Center, and it's going to be happening, I have a sense, within the next five minutes. Keep listening. Wow. Okay. So total fat is zero. Well, we win the day. Is a whole package of serving? It says one serving per container. Yeah. Serving size, about 28 pieces. How much sugar? Sugar per Package is 20 grams. Okay, and if there's 28 pieces, that's less than a gram of sugar per wafer. Give me another wafer. I mean, they're like, it's like air. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but I do like that's to fair. chuckle. Susie, you win Susie the day. Baking. Thank yeah. you so much. She said, uh, gifts is my love language, and uh, I listen every day and laugh Aww. every day. And so well, thank make sure you, you save some for Donna when she's back. When is she back? Tuesday? Tuesday. Save yeah, some she'll be for back Donna. from Nantucket. I wonder if she's going to bring me some lobster bisque. She might. You know who won't eat this is Elizabeth, so... I think I had her try it one time, and she was, you know, real snooty about it. <laughs> she likes chocolate. Yes. She likes um, chocolate. At 11.30, in just a little bit, we have a slow jam coming up, which is always fun. Oh, we, had a, we had a little debate last week. Rocco was ready to throw in the towel on slow jam and not do it anymore. And then a bunch of listeners really? started emailing oh, in and calling. it's my favorite thing. I laugh so hard, I cry. And they were saying just that. So we have uh, decided that we're going to keep that going and then I guess I'm thinking we could also, should next segment, maybe after the slow jam, should we call the cafeteria and find out what's the soup? I want to talk to Brian personally. Okay. I want to ask him what's up today. Oh, okay, great. So we'll uh, we'll try that. Let's see here. Um, there was a little Jeopardy controversy last night. Did Ken Jennings help a contestant? Jeopardy fans are really, they watch mm-hmm. really closely. Mm-hmm. And there was one person who tried to correct their answer, but Ken Jennings had already said that's incorrect. And I guess the rule is... If the host jumps in and makes a ruling, you can't still correct it. But there was someone else who had said a wrong answer, and he said, say it again. Yes, they said the the answer was, who is constant? And then Jennings says, say it again. And then he says, sorry, who is constable? And then his answer was accepted. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
That and he ended up winning. Is a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Whoa, Kelly. Mm-hmm. I would be upset too if I was playing against because say it again is what I say to my child when they're like, they're studying for a, a quiz. I'm like, say it one more time because they yeah. know the answer. Right. They've said it wrong, but in the end, it's wrong. Anyway, so Ken Jennings, it's like a, for a while, it was a week would go by and there'd be some other Jeopardy controversy either over the hosting scandal or then some questions or things. That we just found out in the last year since Trebek's passing, God rest his soul, the Jeopardy is looking for steady water. They're looking for steady water. But at, as it looks right now, it seems like it's going to be a Ken Jennings, Mayim Bialik co-hosting situation. So good for them. Well, I'm in trouble. I can't stop eating these satellite wafers. Uh, when we come back, we have a slow jam that DJ Rock Lobster prepared for us before he headed up to the Boundary Waters. Do a little bit of that. We can find out what the soup is today. All sorts of fun. And then at 1145, Twin Cities Live producer Christian Unser, who is leaving the show after some 14 years, he'll join us in studio to talk about his time on the afternoon show that night. Oh, the calls are coming in. You heard the killer's music. And we said caller number four wins a pair of tickets to see the killers this upcoming Tuesday at the XL Energy Center in beautiful St. Paul. Want to take them live? Want to just take yeah, a caller? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's give away good prizes. Uh, let's see here. Caller number four. If you just heard a that means that you're on the air. Who's this? This is Stephanie. Stephanie, congratulations. You're going to see the killers! Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. Oh, my oh, goodness. You I are so it. welcome. It's Tuesday night at the XL Energy Center. Uh, the killers who I hear are great in concert will be there. It's going to be a wonderful night. Who are you going to take? You get two tickets. Um, My my daughter. Oh, oh I love this. This is oh, great. Mother-daughter funny. night. How old's your daughter? She's 16. Oh, oh this is awesome. You're the best mom in the world. You don't have to get her a Christmas present now. There you you're go. off the hook. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is so cool. You tell her that Uncle Steve and Aunt Kelly said have a great time, okay? <laughs> I sure will. Thank you so oh, much. Have so Thank much you fun. for listening. Stay on the line. Producer Mike is going to get some personal information from you here in just a moment, okay? Thank you. I like wow. that you called me Aunt Kelly. You went, you went rogue. You went non-Minnesota. I chose not to do aunt, although I will do aunt from time I, to time. It's interchangeable for me. It's like biopic and biopic. Yep. I say aunt and learned. I say aunt. Depends on who yeah. I'm talking about. I go back and forth. Yep. Mike, what do you call your... This is really funny. I've spent the last seven years in, in Wisconsin, and if you don't say aunt, they look at you like you have you know four eyeballs. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, no. I, so I changed when I was in Wisconsin to aunt, and now I can firmly and confidently say aunt once again. So it's okay. regional over there. Oh, My yeah. husband's a Minnesotan, and it's aunt. So yes. every aunt mm-hmm. on his side, we say aunt. I am from southern Indiana. My sister lives in Tennessee, so she is definitely Aunt Mandy. Oh, not aunt. Oh. No, aunt. Oh, interesting. Ant in the Indiana. I wonder where it splits. Yeah, I wonder. Or is too. it just Minnesota? It's. I think it's like Wisconsin. I think it's like the west side of Wisconsin. There's a line. We went into deep detail on this once, and that's that's where the aunt and ant thing happens right there. Pennsylvania, we only did ant. Indiana, mm-hmm. we only did ant. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Thanks for listening. It's my talk on one One more talk is fun. <laughs> um, hey, before Mike goes and talks to our winner who got the killer's tickets, uh, why don't we do this? Let's get right into it. It's one of our favorite times of the week when we slow down at half speed, something that we really thought in the moment was good quality radio content, and now we look back and sound like idiots. It's a slow jam. We should slow things down. Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow 
Jam. People were all up in arms that Norm McDonald didn't get in memoriam. Yes. Was there an explanation on that? I feel like he was not. in last year's. They yeah. opened with Betty White and closed with was it Sidney Poitier? I don't remember. It was a nice segment. Uh, John Legend played the piano during it. It was and sang. It was nice. It's always nice when you could throw in a pianist. <laughs> you know why? True. What's the show? Um, oh, the Kaminsky Method. Do you guys like that one? <laughs> yeah. It, it's nice because it's about... It's about friendship. You know, it's about true friendship. I'm gonna... It, it, take that it, it, segment, take that word phrase you oh just God. used, <laughs> and make a show introduction. It's for about it. friendship. It's about true. And people friendship. of a certain age. Should we just give Rocco some wild lines <laughs> now for a new? <laughs> intro for our show you know yeah. you could say it's about friendship I you know oh, I boy. could give them like trees everybody's talking about trees you betrayed me <laughs> how long what? have we known each other Good. <laughs> Keep her going. We got Here. two more minutes. How about? No, I can't. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. The not so dynamic duo. The really added a little something. Who hired these two? <laughs> Here comes trouble! Didn't she work at the rodeo? <laughs> I can't. I can't do anymore. Rocco, we need the intro by tomorrow. Rocco, no. Don't make Jason mad. Uh, this is likely gonna be Friday's slow jam. <laughs> Bringing it back! Oh, you did the best. <laughs> that was another Donna and Steve. Oh. Anything slowed down just sounds funny. Uh, one time I was on a slow jam. You were on a slow jam before. I talked about peeing, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Leakage was, on a trampoline? I was on a long run. No, I was on a long oh. run. And I just had to go. But you think you think it's a high percentage of women who look at a trampoline and say, nope. Yeah. Because... I, went, I went to a trampoline park with a running group I was in. And people had to, they were dropping like flies. We're women, adult women. We've bared children. And you want us to do exercising on a trampoline? It's tricky. Mesh. It all comes back to the mesh sling. Kelly used to be a medical reporter, and she was there in an operating room live when someone was getting some sort of a this mesh. This is not true. Oh, I the know. brain thing you were there live for. Yes. I am sh- I've done a few stories on on bladder incontinence because it affects a lot of people. Was incontinence your beat? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jim doing crime. I'm Pete with sports and with incontinence, Kelly Hansen. <laughs> I was Kelly Grant then. Thank oh, you very much. Boy, should it. That's such a great name. We've told you this before. Why did Twin I Cities do Live. That? Oh, I... what a gr- Kelly Grant. Wow. Hansen is my married name. Grant is my maiden name. Kelly and... Grant sounds so good together. I know. Kelly Hansen is solid. It's a very And I say this I have a dumb name. I, I this is like I a, my real so. name. It's a, Steve Patterson. Blah, 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 blah. No. Kelly Grant. Kelly Grant. Reporting live. It's Tim Buckley and Kelly Grant. It is so good, isn't it? I think it's because it's kind of like Cary Grant. I did get called Cary a lot. Mm. I still get called Cary. But yeah, I took my husband's name because I thought, why not? Lose my identity. That's right. You flushed it all away. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. in the name of tradition. I sure did. Have you seen, um, what's that called? Fiddler on the Roof. Tradition. Yes. I was in Fiddler on the Roof. Have I seen it? Boy, it sounds like you made that a three-syllable word. It sounds like you just said fiddler. Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler. Fiddler. Biopic. Biopic. <laughs> My question is, if I watched Fiddler on the Roof now, would I cry? Would I cry because... I, the last time I saw it was probably 20 years ago. Such a great would I cry because of the... Don't spoil it for me, but there's a girl who's growing up and getting married, right? Mm-hmm. And the father, Sunrise, Sunset, isn't that the song oh, that'll make sunrise, you cry? Sunset. And it's talking about sunrise, the passage of time, no? Yeah. Yeah. How about if I were a rich man? Didn't somebody make that a pop song recently? Yes. Like within the last 10 years? Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Oh, yeah. Who's in the news recently because some people saw photos of her and thought that maybe there was. There had been some injections. Did you see her on uh, on the, was it Fallon that she was on? And it was, did you see this picture, Kelly? No. Of Gwen Stefani? It was like, it was sort of, it was one of those interesting things where everybody was taken aback when they saw her because she looked rather different than she did even a year ago. I think what is she if, saying she had done? I don't think she's saying that she had anything done. I don't know that she's talking about it, but I think it was, looks like a case of an injection kind of a situation. Yeah. A it little was with Fallon, yep. A little fooler. Okay, oh. she was on Fallon. Yeah, a little fuller. Take a look at the picture, Kelly, and tell me what you think. You you do med spa segments. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not finding this. Wait a minute, Kelly, she... <laughs> you were a reporter. <laughs> Dig deeper. You can do it. But there was a yeah, side I mean, she by definitely side. Looks, of her. She's had her nose done for sure. Which picture are you looking at? I don't know. I'm on Life Life and Style Mag. It's... Does it show the side by side of her from like a year ago? I don't know, Stephen. Listen, I mean, she definitely looks different than she did when she was in the No Doubt era. 
Well, thank you for Her that. nose is new. She's got a brand new nose. I wasn't even going the direction of the nose. She's got a new upper lip. What's happening? What do you, what do you think I, she's I thought done? like around her cheeks and eyes just looked a little like almost, I feel like sometimes injections can you, lead you to look a little bit puffy. It's called puffy. filler. So she's filler. Okay, filler. filler. So she's trying to get the youthfulness back into her cheeks because as we age, everything starts to drop. Can we very quickly call the cafeteria? We absolutely can. All right, let's. Uh, w- <laughs> this is a new segment that we're doing called "What's the Soup," where we call in since we end right around lunchtime, and uh, we're going to see if we can get Angry Brian on the phone, and he'll tell us what the soup is. And Mike, if we need to go through to reception first, that's fine. We can do. Oh, you're calling the calf directly. All right, let's take it. Do we hear it? I can't wait. Everybody, stand by. We'll find out what you want to say. Hi, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, here is Brian. Hey, Brian, it's Kelly from Twin Cities Hi, Live. Kelly. My Talk 107.1. How are you? Good. How are you? Brian, I'm, great no, to have you back. Sorry. Uh, great to have you back. Just want to let you know you're uh, on the live radio. It is the second Solomon ever of What's the Soup? Good. Good. Okay. Uh, so good. with that, what is the soup? Uh, we got uh, chicken wild rice soup today. That sounds tasty. Are there yeah. any toppings? Toppings for the soup? I like when there's a topping. Any well, garnishes or anything like that? For I mean, chicken. Well, um, you know, I, I really broke it down. I started out basic and just went with a generic mirepoix, you know? Oh. The oh, onion, this, celery, this carrots, and just built this it is, up from there. This is a homemade soup. It from is. From your well, home. They're all homemade. Not from his home. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, you're going to burn it! <laughs> All right. All right. You know, right. Brian, we're going to let you go. All right, thanks. We have the things to get to. Uh, Brian, we'll, we'll see you, see you soon. Yeah, thank you. That's what's uh, the soup today in the cafeteria downstairs at the Hubbard Building. When we come back, Christian Unser, longtime producer of Twin Cities Live, has his final day today. He's bailing on the show He's that out. he helped create. Uh, we'll find out why next. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's the Don and Steve Experience on MyTalk 1071, streaming live worldwide at MyTalk1071.com. You can always listen on the app as well, where we have all of our great listener rewards. Listen anytime, anywhere. You can also download the Don and Steve Experience as its own individual podcast if you'd like to do that. You can do that with uh, any of the shows, any of the shows on MyTalk. You can just download as a podcast. With that, um, we now bring in a very special guest who, for fans of Twin Cities Live, you know Christian Unser. He is the executive producer of the show. He's been with the show since before it was a show. And a couple of weeks ago, abruptly, amid controversy, just decided to quit. Just just walked out. Oh, wait, no. He put in his, his oh. normal notice like any uh, upstanding employee would. But today is his last day, and he's going in a different direction. Christian, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Let's see if this one works. Wait, nope. nope. Put the, uh, hit the on button. Hit the red one. Hit red, the red one. Red. Oh. I'm on. Yeah, I was on. You Everybody. Guys, this radio thing is tricky. <laughs> it's really, it's a lot. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Christian, because you're experiencing a day that I experienced last November. Mm-hmm. So I kind of remember that. Uh, feeling like it was time for something new. Yep, that is correct. But also saying goodbye to something what like your feeling when you woke up this morning was what? Well, I I've certainly kind of found myself thinking to myself, this is the last blank. This mm-hmm. is the last blank. And even driving in and going in through our security gates mm-hmm. and all of that, I was mm-hmm. thinking to myself, when do I turn my badge in and can I get out of this building once I've turned everything in? You know, things like that have <laughs> You're locked popped in into here. my head. Yeah, as, uh, trying to figure out the order of things. But that's that's really where it's kind of hitting me. And I mean, it, it obviously won't sink in for probably a little bit of time because, you know, I've taken vacations. I've been gone for a week. I've been gone, right. you know, and it won't be until I sort of see 
where the show goes from here that I think it'll really sink in. But that's also something I'm really excited about kind of watching from afar. Um, You were a part of the team that helped to launch the show back in 2008, more than 14 years ago now. What do you remember from the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, from the time before the show was on, maybe through like that first week or two of it being on the air, what was that time like for you? I just remember being super excited about being part of something that was so new and really had no real parameters beyond whatever we wanted it to be. That was a pretty mm-hmm. exciting position to be in, especially in television, where a lot of times you're kind of walking in. I mean, if you're if you're getting hired to work at a at a news station, that's great, but that newscast has probably been around for you know, 50 years or something. So this was like, this is brand new. We don't know what it is, but we're all going to work together. Um, We did a lot of kind of silly things early on. I remember we, we had a lot of lunches with potential guests that lasted about two, that lasted about two weeks before we (laughs) turned in too many receipts and they said, you know what, stop taking people to lunch. Uh, So those kinds of things kind of went away, but the whole process was just about a, a bunch of people coming together and saying, hey, we really like where we live. We want to support it in mm-hmm. a different way than than the news allows us to do. What are your ideas? And mm-hmm. that was just a, a great a great place to be. Prior to that, I had been a news or I was originally a news photographer, got out of news, did corporate video for almost eight years. So this was my return to to mm-hmm. news, something I thought I was like, okay, that was great. And now I'm on to this next thing. But this was like, and I always tell people this, it's always the fun, it's all the fun parts of the news business. It's right. the fun stories, it's the feel-good stories, it's the interesting people. And uh, and so if you're going to be in this business, in my opinion, this was the the place to be. How old were your kids when you started the show? My son, Gabe, who is in college now, was four. <laughs> and that, that would make wild. my daughter Hannah two. So oh and she is a junior in high school. Did um, did that factor into it at all? So Gabe, your son, your oldest, just went to college. And so there is some big sort of passage of time moment there of this chapter of him at home full time closing. Did that factor into like, you know, I I should make a change? It certainly did. And I think that for me, it was kind of two things happened at the exact same time. So his first day of college was my 46th birthday. So kind of both of those things happened at, at exactly the same time. And this this transition had already kind of been a little bit in process, at least, you know, internally for a while. But um, that was kind of a real kind of one, two of mm-hmm. like, OK, what's you know, what's the next chapter look like for me? And then also just being here for as long as I have and just being, you know, an influence on how the show you know, progresses or the kinds of things we do. I also have often thought, you know, at least especially the last couple of years about like, am I is it time for kind of the next generation? Is it a time for the next set of ideas? Mm-hmm. You know, when I came into this, I was 32. And that was, I was in a very different place in my life and kind of came in with, you know, a, a certain amount of energy and a certain expectations. And, you know, to the show's credit, it it really is kind of a self um, running machine. It doesn't need a whole lot of like, I mean, those early days we were having mm-hmm. to have 
you know, hour meetings long meetings, meetings also talking about meetings. how many yes. mistakes we made and, right. and all the, the <laughs> things that we should never do again. And we got all that out of the way. And, and not that we can't, you know, challenge ourselves or, or try to make it. But I mean, the show is, you know, pretty established at yeah. this point. We used to call people and they had no idea who who we were. I mean, right. Kelly's been here long enough for, yeah, for that kind of stuff, I was, too. I started about three years into the show and I had no idea that it was in such a it's it was in its infancy. So it's been fun for me to watch the show change and grow and and see how your role has changed and grown. And you became my boss. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. You were my colleague. This is your last day with him as your boss. I know. Yeah. I know. Anything I, you want to get out on the air? I like, don't let's know. go. <laughs> I mean, am, am I the one that's going to make you cry? No. Out well, of anger? I mean, no, not never that. Sometimes you don't do your time card, and that's kind of drives me crazy. We talked on the air today. I did my time card. Already, Christian <laughs> would have to text me most Sundays and would say, can you do your time card? Mm. Like, yes, I can, it but was, I have chosen it was to forget just again. My, it was just my, you know, leisurely every other Sunday activity. I was I like, I'm just going to set aside just like a little bit because of time if I to don't tell my it, employees to do something that, you know, they sh- I shouldn't have to tell I, them. We, sh- we should want to get <laughs> paid, should. right? Oh, I, I'm going to admit this. I did actually ask Mandy, our, our boss at one time, can... I, can they not get paid? If, if the, and she said, no, I was not allowed to do that. Oh, yeah, that would have really... I tried. I tried. Lesson, no kidding. <laughs> I think, um, we're, yeah. We're talking to Christian Unser, the executive producer of Twin Cities Live. He's been with the show for some 14 years. Today is his last day on the show. We've had celebrities come through the show mm-hmm. before. Who was a high mark for you where you're like, oh, my gosh, this person's on the show, and I actually get to like talk with them and meet them backstage? I had a couple. I'll, I'll kind of go through them quickly. So Weird Al was number one. Yeah. He's somebody yeah. that I, I have loved since I was you. a kid, mm-hmm. and that was like, that's awesome. like meeting your idol. Like, what is it like to meet your idol? And we actually ended up having just about 10 minutes to kind of sit in the back. We were out at the state fair, mm. and there was nobody there, and we were just kind of in the back together. And wow. I just had to, I mean, we didn't like, you know, really get into it, but like, we had a, a nice conversation. Yeah, and chat with Right, them. and just I just shared. trying to play you know, it cool. I I did try to play it very cool, and I think I did pretty well. And I have a very funny picture of of the two of us where I'm looking at the camera smiling and he's looking at me, which just really makes me laugh. Um, And then, like I always say, I I had a trifecta of childhood crushes, and it was Alyssa Milano, uh, Danica McKellar, and Sully Moonfry. And only Alyssa Milano has not been on the show. So I got to meet the two other childhood crushes, which was like really big for me. And then uh, the big one for me was Louis Anderson. So that was somebody that I, um, and I, I definitely wanted to bring him up today because... I idolized him when I was a kid. I was in an eighth grade talent show where I did um, stand up comedy and I stole a bunch of jokes directly from him for <laughs> you that. You guys became friends. And then we became friends. You I mean, to the point of like him. random text messages. I'd just be sitting at, you know, dinner or something and I would just get a, hey, how's it going? And, and a check in yeah. thing. And so it was really, that was a really hard time for me when he passed away. And, and obviously, you know, he had such a, impact on so many people and I was just a kind of a small part of that but I I had a friendship with him and and that was like you know if nothing else I'll have lifelong friends from everybody that's been involved in the show but that's one that I will just forever treasure well yeah. I have to ask we haven't mentioned where where are you going what are you going to be doing yeah so I'm actually just going back into corporate video oh, um, so that's what I did before and it's it's with uh you know it's with a company um, I'm not sure how you know, much they want to be mentioned on the radio, <laughs> but, um, but nothing, you know, nothing sneaky or anything. It's just kind of going back into the world that I used to know, kind of getting away from that three o'clock deadline every yeah. single day for, you know, 14 hours, yeah. six months and like 20 days or something, I think is what I figured out. Oh my gosh. And, uh, so that will just be a nice change of pace and, and, you know, some more flexibility. And again, as, as we kind of make some transitions as a family, it's nice to, to be able to just sort of kind of, well, redo a couple different things. I have to say, I think this Christian is brilliant with video 
and in editing. He is our expert on the show. Mm. He knows he got us through. I can I cannot thank you enough for the <laughs> from the entire staff. You got us through putting a live show on the air every weekday during the entire year of 2020. We never I think we maybe had a couple re-airs during the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Skype's but like crazy. To do a to do a live show every single weekday. We didn't know what you we were doing. You figured it out. So thank you for that. I mean, I know our viewers thank you, too. Well, thank you. And I, I appreciate that. I mean, everyone obviously contributed in so many different ways to that. But I mean, I'll, I'll always take that as a credit to Twin Cities Live and our ability to kind of adapt. Because, I mean, there were national shows that just kind of threw their hands yeah. up in the air and said, we can't yeah. do this. So We just kept pushing on. I'll say this about Christian. I won't be a part of the festivities this afternoon. Christian is a world-class fixer yes. of things. And you, so Christian. anytime that we had something that would go wrong on Twin Cities Live, it was always so comforting to know something could blow up on the spot and we could look to Christian and Christian would stay cool, calm, and collected yes. and start figuring out a solution. So the team will certainly miss that. I love just you. so many laughs that we got gonna, to share off camera. We're gonna, uh, which was, don't call me great ever again. <laughs> that was the problems. last thing. Delete the number. Uh, <laughs> Thank but you, I everybody. enjoyed all the laughs that we got to have yeah. together. It was just, you were just very fun to work alongside of. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Thank you. Jen, Hannah, the whole family. Gabe, the college boy now. Twin Cities Live today, 3 o'clock on Channel 5.